us tonight. I appreciate Brother Max and the word we heard this morning. I felt that was really, really good. Amen. I just felt the Lord ministered to our little church, taking it to the enemy's camp and the enemy in our minds. And I think we've been trained long enough. It's time for us to go out and really possess our lands. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's, let's go into the scripture in Revelations chapter 10, uh, now verse 1. If you find yourself just getting a little weary, just pinch yourself. And, yes. and um, this is good food for us. Amen. Revelations chapter 10, verse 1. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven. How many know this is Christ? Clothed with a cloud. And a rainbow was upon his head, and his feet was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little book open, and he set his right foot upon the sea, and his left foot on the earth, and cried with a loud voice, as when a lion roareth. And when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voices." The thunders are the divinely revealed mystery truths that will literally turn the hearts of the last day children back to the apostolic fathers. And you find now when the lion roared, he cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. And when the seven thunders had uttered their voices, I was about to write. This is John. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered and write them not. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the land lifted up his hand to heaven and swear by him that liveth forever and ever who created heaven and things that therein are and the earth and the things that therein are and the sea and the things which are therein that there should be time no longer. But in the days of the voice, let's all read this out loud. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel... When he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished as he hath declared to his servants the prophet. And the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again and said, Go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the earth and upon the sea and upon the earth. And I went unto the angel. This is you, bride of Christ. Revelations 10.1 was Christ. Revelations 10.7 was William Branham. Revelations 10.8 is the bride of Christ. Go, take the little book, which is open. John is a type of the bride. Go, take the little book, which is open in the hand of the angel, which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth. And I went unto the angel and said unto me, Give me the little book. You don't have to be ashamed. Take the message. Take the word. Give me the little book. And he said unto me, take it and eat it up, and it shall make thy belly bitter, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up. Amen. And it was in my mouth sweet as honey. But as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. And he said unto me, Thou, thou, John, thou, bride, must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. Each one of you have been commissioned. Go prophesy. Go live your life. Amen. This is a Sunday morning message on Sunday night. God bless you. You can have your seats. Amen. Living in a flying eagle anointing. Amen. We've heard from our angel the messenger of this day. Christ has come down. Uh, All the seven seals have been revealed. And they've revealed Christ to us. Amen. Let's turn to Romans chapter 8. If you have your Bibles, let's just turn to Romans chapter 8, verse 18. I'm going to be watching the time and and we're going to cut it right off at a time. Brother Steve Clark is going to be ministering Wednesday night. And Brother Robert from uh, Poland is going to be ministering next Sunday. So this is Brother John's message to you for the next few days. Romans chapter 8, verse uh, 18, Paul speaking, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. 
For the earnest expectation of the creature, the creation, waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him that hath subjected the same in hope. Because the creature, or the creation, itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Verse 22, let's all read it out loud. I have it on the screen. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. Amen. They're groaning. They're travailing. The birds, the the flowers, the trees is groaning and travailing in pain together until now. And not only they, our last verse, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. We heard about that this morning. Even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption or the maturity to wit the redemption of our body when we shall be changed. But before we shall be changed in our bodies, there must be a spiritual change. Tonight we are groaning. The bride is in travail to see the manifestation of the sons of God. Tonight I wanted you to see now in this message uh, the minutes that we're going to share tonight. And I have it on the screen again in front of you, the lion and the ox and the man and the eagle. These are the 24 elders that you see gathered around the throne. This is the eye. This is the center. Uh, as we're going to get into just a little bit later, what Brother Branham talked about these things. He's the alpha and omega, Amen. the beginning and the end. Amen. Let's turn to Revelations chapter 4, also in the scripture. This is going to be really good as we uh, break into the lion, ox, man, and eagle, the four living creatures. I want you to notice all the words that's going to be spoken tonight. They're living creatures. They're not dead creatures. This isn't a cemetery. Church should not be a dead place. There should be life. There should be breathing. There should be singing. There should be clapping. There should be rejoicing. There should be hallelujahs. There there should be demons uh, looking for places to get out because it's the flying eagle anointing that we're under. Just watch in Revelations chapter 4, verse 6. And if you look in verse 1, this was uh, when John was commissioned to come up higher, and I will show thee things which which must be hereafter. Skipping on down to verse 6. And before the throne there was a sea of glass, like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne, and round about the throne, were four beasts, full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion. Watch the word, like a lion. And the second beast, like a calf. And the third beast had a face as a man. And the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. What we're going to hear in the next few minutes from a prophet, notice it it was like, it was like, because these are anointings. These are anointings, okay? Lion, ox, man, and eagle. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They were actually anointings around the book of Acts. So you see these lion, ox, man, and a flying eagle. We're looking right in verse 7. Does your Bible say a flying eagle? So it's not some dead eagle. It's not some dead church member. Spread your wings and fly. We're under the anointing of a flying eagle. And I want you to notice verse 8. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him. And they were full of eyes within. And they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. The only person that could be that is the Lord Jesus Christ. He's manifested throughout the ages. Who is this Melchizedek? That was the one that that ministered right there in Parkview Junior High School. Do you all remember in that field there in uh, Jeffersonville when Brother Branham was younger and he, and he just saw the, the Lord Jesus and saw the winds blowing the grass and he just spoke his name, Jesus, and he turned to him and, and he just saw the face of Jesus. He said, I woke up.
up in the morning had such an effect on Brother Branham. Years later, they build a building in that same field called Parkview Junior High School. And Brother Branham comes and preaches a whole series in 1965 and messages after messages, men running from the presence of God, God's chosen place of worship. Seed is not air with the shuck and then marriage and divorce on Sunday morning. How many remember that? Then Sunday night, what did he preach? Who is this Melchizedek? And in other words, who is it that's standing on the platform? It was the lovely Lord Jesus. It was the priest. It was the, it was the great one that's eternal one, Melchizedek. Amen. That's who Abraham paid tithing to in the loins as it was. And here he was standing on the platform, standing in the same field. Not William Branham, but it was the mighty angel speaking to a church in the last 10 minutes of marriage and divorce. He says, I forgive you, but don't ever do it again. And, and teach your children to never do that. It's the same Lord Jesus. Now, when we look here under these four beasts that had them six wings and full of eyes and watch these, uh, some would call them seraphims or cherubims. We're going to go to the book of Ezekiel in a moment. They rest not day and night saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. Then if they're not resting day or night, they must be alive somewhere tonight. We see in Revelations 4 that we read verse 6 to 8 that we just read. And I had in my notes here as I was just looking on verse um, 8 to 11. Let's just read that. I want you to see when we talk about the lion and the ox and the face of a man and a flying eagle, where all their attention is pointed to. Verse 9, and when the, the, those beasts give glory and honor... And thanks to him that sat on the throne who liveth forever and ever. Watch verse 9. When those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne. Who is that person? It wasn't the pastor. It wasn't the deacon. It wasn't some prophet. It was none other than Christ himself. The four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne. These are the 24 elders. I have them circled around here with their crown. They cast their, their, their crowns at, uh, the th before the throne saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power for Thou hast created all things. Let's say all things. And for thy pleasure they are and were created. Let's just start with you tonight. You were created for the glory of God. You were created to bring honor to God. You were created to bring glory to God. That's why we're here tonight. That's why this church started here in Ferndale, moved to Bellingham, is for the glory of God. We're, tonight we are living in under a flying eagle anointing. I want you to notice the title because it's not living under a flying eagle anointing because that would insinuate that somehow we're under. You are living in this anointing. That's the anointing on the bride. It's the anointing on the church. Come up just a little bit higher. I want to say this to End Time Message Tabernacle. Remember, this is a Sunday morning message. Amen. That, that we must come higher than our emotions. We must come higher than our feelings, higher than our, our, our finances, our checkbook, or higher than, than our family issues, higher than, than our car or our truck or our horse or our bicycle that we came to. We've got to live higher than our apartment or our under the bridge. Some of you were with the homeless there behind Walmart today. Friends, whether you live in a mansion, whether you live in an apartment, we must live in the presence of God. I want to live in this anointing. What I have in front of you again is a little visual depiction of what we read in, in Revelations and we're going to go to the book of Ezekiel. But I want you to see the lion, the face. Remember, the face of a lion. The face, as it were, of, a, of an ox. 
or a calf. We'll look at that. Then the man and then the eagle, the 24 elders. And we have Christ again in the center. Here I want to show you again some others how they had wings and, and how they had the wings as they f flew. And they, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. This is what's being broadcast in heaven tonight. Taylor Swift isn't going to be in heaven. I think Brother Mac said something this morning that struck my heart. He said, there is no rejoicing in hell. There's no gospel music in hell. There's no couples banquets in hell. There's no youth meetings in hell. There's no Bible studies in hell. There's no Sunday night services in hell. It's just torment and pain and suffering. I'm glad that we can be in the presence of God and in our homes and in our jobs and our workplaces. For many believers, even the house of God is our source of rest. Our shalom. This is where our minds are cleared, where we can be healed in the name of Jesus. Tonight you can be healed in the presence of God. Your mind can be washed. Your heart can be sanctified. I encourage you right now while you're hearing the Word. The Word is the main thing. Just let the Word wash you, give you a new nature, give you a new hold, give you a new hope. Just let the Word do that for you. Sometimes it's when you're tired, when you're weak. It's in our weakness, then we are made strong. It's when I've come to the end of my rope, when I'm at the end of my strength, when I'm at the end of my mental capacities and my head is just pounding, then we can hear those voices, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Amen. Who believes the Lord is precious tonight? Amen. He's precious tonight. Amen. He inhabits the praises of his people. It's a flying eagle anointing. Not just perching, perching, looking, looking, but he's flying. He's in strength. He's in authority. He knows exactly what he wants done in your life. It's with purpose. He's going forward. Just look there on the screen, the lion, the face of a lion, the face of an ox, the face of a man, the face of a flying eagle. Before we go to Ezekiel, I wanted you to see now, Brother Branham, remember I said this is a Sunday morning message. He typed this to the four seals and the white horse rider and the red horse rider and the, and the black horse rider and the pale horse rider. I know I'm giving you a lot of uh, things uh, to just uh, believe and to have revelation. Look at the white horse rider with the bow but no arrows. Look at the red horse and how he goes with blood and, and, and to kill and, and then the black horse with the balances. You remember the third seal, hurt not the oil or the wine. You can touch their health. You can touch their mind. You can put Margaret in an insane institution, but God's going to raise up somebody to go after her wandering spirit and bring her back again. You can't hurt that Holy Ghost. You can't hurt the wine of stimulation that moves, but now we've moved into the pale horse. That is the fourth pale. We live in a pale age. But the anointing of God that's been released for our age, it combats all the works of the devil. If I could just get you to believe that tonight, not in your mind, but in your heart, say, God, you have released an anointing on us. And it is combating the works of the devil within our lives. Say, how did he do that? With, it was, the creature was like a lion, and the second creature like a calf, and the third creature had a face like that of a man, and the fourth creature was like a flying eagle. Let's turn to Ezekiel. I think this is the last scripture for tonight that uh, uh, we're going to be turning to. Ezekiel chapter 1, again, these four living creatures. I'm bringing it from the book of Revelation. And then into Ezekiel, you can see the lion. And the quotes of Brother Branham I'm going to read talks about the lion being a fighting, roaring. Then the ox is a strong beast of burden. He's like the pastor. He, he's like the burden bearer. 
It's also the anointing that was through the dark ages that just kept bearing, just kept bearing, just putting up with the slaughtering of the church and the slaughtering, and they just kept enduring. That ox anointing just kept laying down their life. Some of you are like that. Remember, it's the personality of Christ in the church. Some of you are like fighting and you're roaring and you're strong. Others of you just are quiet and more bearing, bearing the burdens. You're prayer warriors. You just believe, you just keep bearing. Bearing the burden of your loved ones, of your family. Some of you are like the third, that intellectual, the mind. You think and, and you're trying to look at things and, and God gives you wisdom. But then there's the fourth one, which is our age, our time. is the flying eagle. It has all of these anointings wrapped up in himself. Don't get stuck in your, in your ways that you are, friends. Don't get stuck if you're just a lion person. There's a time to be quiet. There's a time to be still. If you're the roaring, if you've always got to be out there, there's a time to be quiet. Then under that ox anointing and just bearing and, and, and you know, it just seems like, Brother John, it's so heavy and so burdensome. Remember the, the wise men gave gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But it's not always about myrrh. It's not always about gold. It's not always about frankincense. But it was pointing to Christ. And that intellectual part, the shrewdness of the man that was to deal with all of the things that we have needed. Brother Steve, can you close the door a little bit? But now we're living under a flying eagle anointing. Ezekiel chapter 1 here. Let's look down in verse uh, 5. Let's just jump right ahead to verse 5. Also, are you there? If you're there, say amen. amen. Also, out of the midst Thereof came the likeness of four living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. And everyone had four faces. And everyone had four wings. And their feet were straight feet. And the sole of their feet was like the sole of a calf's foot. And they sparkled like the color of burnished brass. And they had the hands of a man under their wings on their four sides. You might say, "Why these are odd creatures. But we're speaking about powers or anointings. They had the hands of a man under their wings on their four sides. And they four had their faces and their wings. Their wings were joined one to another. They turned not when they went. And they went every one straight forward. I wonder if we can all say straight forward. Straight forward. forward. Onward, Christian soldiers. Go forward. You're not made to go back. Go forward. I have a quote here, Brother Branham. In just a moment, he emphasized this. Straight forward. And as for the likeness of their faces, look at this, verse 10. They four had the face of a man and the face of a lion on the right side. And uh, they four had the face of an ox on the left side. And they four also had the face of an eagle. Thus were their faces. And their wings were stretched upward. Two wings on every one were joined one to another. And two covered their bodies. And verse 12, they went every one. What does the Bible say? Straight forward. Now you're reading good tonight. They went every one straight forward. The anointing was taking them forward. Let's go. Let's go on. Say, what do we do? Let's camp out here and complain and fuss and murmur. No, let's go forward. The anointing, all of these anointings are going straight forward. Let's go forward. You say, let's look back. No, remember Lot's wife. Jesus said that in Luke. Is that right? Remember Lot's wife. She looked back. The anointing is not to look back. Sodom is back there. Homosexuality, all the perversion, all the evil. You're not in the Lot group. You're an eagle group. You're with the Abraham group. But Lot's wife, remember Lot's wife. 
she looked back. Watch these anointings tonight. I'm preaching on these four living creatures and how we're living in a flying eagle anointing. They all went, everyone, straight forward. Whether the spirit was to go, they went. And they turned not when they went. Some weeks ago, Brother John wrote this uh, notepad, Brother Andy, on my, uh, on my office desk. What is the Holy Spirit saying? I begin to listen to the different ministers, you know, Brother Dennis McGarry, Brother uh, Steve Clark, Brother Ken Andes, the different brothers. This morning, our brother Max. Tonight, through our pastor, Brother John. What is the Holy Spirit saying to the church? We need to listen to the messages. My, I've been thankful to the Lord for that pallet of books that showed up here at this church. Humble thyself in January. Has it been good? These wings, watch humble thyself there in influence when he said two wings to fly in action, two wings to cover their face, two wings to cover their feet. We need that, friends. Humility, reverence in action. February, why are people so tossed about? It's all about rest. We're living under a flying eagle anointing, but you've got to rest. Rest, little bride. Let God bring in your family members. You can do all the fighting, all the talking, all the lecturing, but you've got to have faith. Apply the token. That's not laziness. Well, I prayed five years ago. No, that's desperation. And the reason we don't have desperation the way we should is a lack of love. The flying eagle anointing, it, it, it won't be tossed about all the time. It won't be tossed by what's on the calendar or the cycles or what happened a year ago. Oh, on this calendar date, something bad happened and it controls your emotions. No, no, not for the real believer. That might be in the outer court, but we've got to live in the inner court. What happened in issues and even things you carry in your DNA or in your family, in your marriage. It's time to shake off that little bride. You can't let that control your future. They flew forward. Amen. Nice to have our our Ukrainian family here tonight and and believers this morning. But we can't look back to Ukraine or Russia. Uh, We're not supposed to be looking to Korea, South Korea. That's not our, our, our signpost is not Korea. We're supposed to be watching the word of God. And you watch God's timepiece of Israel when they're under attack, when they're fighting, when the enemy is fighting them. It, it ought to be, we ought to be more desperate tonight than ever before. And now coming into March beyond the curtain of time. Let's read that this week, this, this month. Let's get into the message. How many appreciate the messages? I gave Brother Max a whole packet of those books to take home with him. I think it's really good. I I think the Word is good for our church. What do you think, Brother? I think it's good that we focus on the Word. Keep feeding off of the message. And when you read beyond the curtain of time, I'll speak about Margaret just a little bit more as we get through the month because Margaret holds a special place in my heart as we speak about Margaret and what happened to her on the Sunday afternoon. And by Sunday night, Brother Branham's rushing out and getting going home to come back to the night service and he gets a call from Brother Huff and said, it's over, it's over. As soon as you prayed and the mother just hit, hit him on the knee and said, he's never wrong, he's never wrong. And, and they said, she's sitting up, she's going home tomorrow. Hallelujah. Margaret has come to herself. Oh, we need that in our families, don't we? We need to speak that in our situation. Let the flying eagle cross over that Ohio River and go and resurrect our dear sister Margaret. Let there be some more maxes that we heard this morning, a testimony of a 10-year-old boy moving to another country from Africa to Italy and backsliding, raised in the message. His father is a minister, mother a believer, but for 10, 11 years they just floundered. No church. They just didn't have live ministry. Brother Steve, they didn't have Sunday school. They didn't have somebody caring for their souls. He backslid throughout the prime of his life. As a teenager, he was away from God. But God moved his family to Ireland. He just wanted to go to Ireland. And the very first service, 
Isn't that wonderful, Brother Childers? The first service, while the songs begin to, oh, we ought to thank the Lord for the songs and the music begin to move. And by the end of the service, he gave his heart to Christ. Years go by and God calls him to the ministry some years later. Hey Amen. Now he's back in Edmonton and going through college. I believe it was the Flying Eagle anointing, even this morning that flew here through End Time Message Tabernacle. He's getting on an airplane in a few minutes and flying away, but that eagle is still in the building. It's an anointing. It's a spirit flying forward, forward, onward, Christian soldiers. Let's fly. Maybe it's going to be your son or your daughter or your loved one's going to catch that revelation. Maybe it's going to be a song service that they're in. Maybe it's a service that they're in that's going to anoint their hearts. And Christ that sits in the middle is going to be resurrected. It's going to be meetings like this where the the pastor has a burden to have a music night and just speaks it out there. Somebody sends in a donation months ago. Well, I want to sponsor that evening. Hallelujah. I just say praise be to God. While Brother Steve was preaching last Sunday morning, somebody streaming, just they donated $1,500 for our church to be painted. You know, people, you know, friends, God's mindful. I think we have need of Brother Andy, Brother Steve, and we were talking about air conditioning and things. And Brother Jeff, uh, Brother Jeff Hofer, if he's streaming tonight, maybe we'll have some air conditioning this summer. Would you all like that? It's a little steamy on Sunday afternoons. Amen. We, people falling asleep on us. Well, I think it'd be good to have a little bit more air and hear movement. And man, we need that. And it's not cheap. It's, a, it's over $5,000. So I speak it in the name of Jesus. We have a need. We have a desire. We have a, we have a desire for our young people to be in an atmosphere that they can hear the word of God. Where our meetings are anointed. Our services are anointed. Hurt not the oil and the wine. Yes, amen. Am I too loud tonight? Just no. make sure, brothers, that I'm not too loud. Amen. Back there, whoever's controlling, I don't want to be screaming to the people. In verse 5, the four living creatures. Verse 10, the likeness of their faces. I'm in Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 10, reminding you. The likeness of their faces. They four had the face of a man and the face of a lion on the right side. Can you see that? And they four had the face of an ox on the left side. They four also had the face of an eagle. I'm putting it on the screen in another way. Look at the faces. Look at the lion. Look at the ox. Look at their wings. The man and the flying eagle. This is what Brother Branham said in Jeffersonville. Let's not leave that for a minute. Let's just hold it there a minute. I think sometimes, Brother Steve, we rush over things. That's why I think it's good to put it on the screen. Just hold it there a minute. Living creatures. What are they if they're not angels? They're not redeemed men. What are they? Would you like to know? Here's my interpretation. I hope it's right. I believe it is. They are God's guards of his throne. And we're going to erase this just in a little bit because Brother Branham also had a board. He had a white papers. Brother Branham was trying to get, he, he got it across. Brother John and Brother Steve used PowerPoint, something to project it because we want what's in our hearts to be conveyed to the people. They're not angels nor men. They're not wild beasts. They're creatures, living creatures. And here's the throne of God, and these are his guards. Let's read just a little back and find out in a few minutes. They're God's guards of his throne. Let's get back to Ezekiel. I got these things wrote out here, and I just hate to pass them by and know. This is Brother Branham speaking, just speaking to the church in Jeffersonville. Let's go back to Ezekiel, the first chapter, and let's begin with the 12th to the 17th verses. You can go and look there in your Bible. Just a minute. And they went every one straight forward. Forward. And we're going to look in a few minutes and remember the seventh verse here. And now look at what they look like over here in the seventh verse of the same chapter of Revelations the fourth. 
That's where we read in Revelation chapter 4. And the first beast was like a lion. I'm quoting. This is the same message. The second beast was like a calf. The third beast was the face, had of a man. And the four beasts were like flying eagles. The fourth beast, like a flying eagle. That's what Brother John's title is tonight, Living in a Flying Eagle Anointing. Catch that. Now, when Ezekiel saw the glory of God, he saw the same thing that John saw. Ezekiel in the Old Testament. John in the book of Revelation, they saw the same thing. Do you remember last Sunday when we got the glory of God and got the picture where he had it taken with us? Remember that, the glory of God, the same thing Ezekiel saw, same thing John saw. Here it is today, makes Jesus Christ the same in Ezekiel's time. Let me just say something. And the same spirit that was on Jesus was on William Branham is going to be in the bride. It'll act the same way. End time message tabernacle. Don't get too tired tonight. The same angel of the Lord that was with William Branham is in the building tonight. The, the Christ, the mighty angel in Revelations 10.1 is in the building tonight. He wants to go home with you. He wants to live with you, talk with you. But he won't act in a different nature in you and act different than he did in William Branham as he did in Jesus Christ. That's why when we get into the message and you feed off the message, it puts another spirit inside of you. It's another anointing inside of you. You'll never be William Branham. You'll never be the seventh messenger, but you will be the bride of Christ. You'll have the same nature. You'll treat people the same as William Branham did. You'll react the same to sister churches or to your relatives or or to your neighbors. I'm speaking now to you, church. The same spirit that was in Jesus was in William Branham. The same spirit that was in William Branham will be in the bride of Christ. How you treat your mother, how you treat your father. How you treat one another in the church. How you respond to conflict. What do you do when things are opposite, when things are different, when there comes up issues in the church? How did Brother Branham respond to that? What was his nature toward people that were outside the church? How did he respond to people that were within the church? How did Brother Branham respond to people when they left his church? The same spirit that was in Jesus will be in you. And if it does something different, it's not the Holy Spirit. You say, well, then you're saying that person don't have the... I didn't say that. We need to yield to the Holy Spirit because all of us are carnal beings with free moral agency. We need to die daily. Good people can react wrong. They can say the wrong thing. Come on, I'm giving you some slack. You can can do things under pressure that you normally wouldn't do. That doesn't mean that you don't have the Holy Ghost. I said that doesn't mean that you didn't have the Holy Ghost. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person or you're not a Christian. Georgie Bruce, she didn't know. She, She needed a place she could put her foot on. Well, after she had six minutes with a prophet. Amen. Amen. Let let me ask you something. Do you think Monday morning she was texting, calling, telling her friends, well, I don't know if I have the Holy Ghost. I'm not a very good Christian. You know, I think I'm going to die. Some of you do that. Some people in our church do that. They can be going through things. God can speak to them, give them, thus saith the Lord. Have a service like we did this morning. By tomorrow, you're already texting, saying just the opposite. And friends, that's where we need the Lord to shake us. What kind of anointing are we under? Are we allowing it to soak to our souls? Are we allowing it to change us? While while we hear the word, you become the word as you receive the word. That's perfect faith, by the way. You become the word as you receive the word. So what does a believer do when they have these different attitudes and strains and natures that's not the word? It's time to shake it off. Shake off that viper into the fire. You need to be, that flying eagle anointing flies above all the noise, all the chatter, 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 chatter. Come on. I hope you're being spiritual tonight. All the chatter, chatter, chatter. 
The eagles are, are flying above all that nonsense. You don't need to feed off of that. We need to get into the glory of God. The same thing Ezekiel saw is what John saw. And that makes Jesus Christ the same. Same thing was here on earth. I'm back to the quoting the message. The same God is here with us today. Same yesterday, today, and forever. That's a good quote, Brother John. I thought it was too. That's why I wanted to share it with you. Amen. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He that was, which is, and shall come. The entrance, this is deeper than we think. The entrance to the soul, spirit, and body. Some of us need to stop right there and say, Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I give you my spirit. And we need to fight for someone else that doesn't have the faith. They're totally out of their minds. That's why we need to be strong around one another and go out and capture that wandering spirit and bring it back to them so that they can believe right, so they can start confessing right. Let me give you a word of advice and counsel. This is free. Stop responding to everything that's being said to you, texted to you, done to you. You as a flying eagle, you need to have enough discernment to know if that's not the word coming back to you, you don't need to respond at that level. Don't get down in the trash. Don't get down in the muddiness. You might go down into the muddy waters of Jordan, but that's to come up. I think some ladies sang that tonight. They're at the airport right now. I'm talking about them. You go down into the water, come and be healed of your leprosy. Oh, it's so dirty. It's so nasty. No, I'm going to be healed of my leprosy. Get out of that conversation. Get out of that little click. Break off of that friendship. Say no to that person. You, you don't need to be feeding off that trash. Amen. You're not a garbage can. You're an eagle. Preach it, Brother John. You only have 20 more minutes. I am going to preach it. We need this flying eagle anointing. Shake yourself off of that stuff. That Laodicean spirit, naked, lewd, rude, crude, ugly. You're not naked, crude, rude, and ugly. You're the bride of Jesus Christ. You're living in another place. You're flying to another. You go forward in the name of the Lord. Amen. 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 That spirit and things. Watch this spirit. Wherever they went, they went. They turned not when they went. They couldn't turn. If they was going to this way, it was going like a man. Going that way was like an eagle. Going this way was like an ox. Going this way was going like a lion. I want you to look on the screen and read this with me. They couldn't go backward. They had to go forward. Everywhere they went, each one of the beasts. And what does a beast mean in the Bible? A power. All right, it means a power. So every anointing ought to be going forward. Forward. Did you get that? Ezekiel chapter 1 now. I want you to look at verse 20. Ezekiel 1 verse 20. This goes along with how the Lord's been dealing in your life already. I'm here to give you an encouragement. As one of our deacons, Brother Matt, this morning, God was dealing with him even in the closing prayer. I appreciate that. Things that are to be. Whithersoever the spirit was to go, they went. Whither was their spirit to go? And the wheels were lifted up over against them for the spirit of the living creature was in the wheels. Amen. Amen. The one that was in the middle of the wheels was Christ. But watch this anointing. Wherever the spirit was to go, they went. Verse 21. When when those went, these went. And when those stood, these stood. And when those were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up over against them. For the spirit of the living creature was in the wheels. Is that what your Bible says? The spirit of the living creature was in the wheels. Why we need the spirit that is of our day, the living flying eagle to be in our situation. Get in the wheels. Get in the wheels. Get in my family. Get in my school. I'm going to preach it tonight. 
Get in my attitude. Get in my mind. Get in my spirit. Get in my life, Lord. Get in my device. Get in my hearing. Get in my speaking. Get in my, my everyday attitude. Get me up in the morning, Lord. If I've been lazy Christian, it's time to stop that. I'm going forward in the name of the Lord. I'm going in the rapture. I'm going to shake off myself out of this bed of lethargy. This leprosy is going to fall off of me in the name of Jesus. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. Our time is eagle time. Our age is flying eagle time. Look down in verse 24. And when they went, I heard the noise of their wings, like the noise of great waters, as the voice of the Almighty, the voice of speech, as the noise of an host. When they stood, they let down their wings. Last verse is verse 27. And I saw as the color of amber. Is that the pillar of fire? Come on, somebody. Amber color, that fire, that light going up and down was the amber. And I saw as the color of amber, as the appearance of fire round about within it. God, come into the holiest of holies of my soul. Burn all the dross. Burn all of the me. Burn all of myself. Take me out of that, Lord, that thing that I've been involved in. You must do it, Lord. I've tried. I cannot do it in myself. But you watch the appearance of fire from the appearance of his loins even upward and from the appearance of his loins even downward. I saw as it were the appearance of fire and it had brightness round about. Just go so much deeper. In the Hebrew series. Now, when these four beasts of revelations, if you notice them every place, the you Bible readers and which the man is going to listen to this tape, the man is going to listen to this tape recording. I think that's us, Brother Miles. We're going to listen to the tape recordings. Hallelujah. These four beasts, they had four faces. One had the face of a man. The other one had the face like an ox. And the other face was like an eagle. And the other face was like a lion. They never went backwards. They couldn't go backwards. And neither can you, bride of Christ. Look, they could not go backwards because everywhere they went, they were going forward. If, this, if they went this away, they was going like a man. If they went this away, they were going like an, a lion. Went this away, they were going like an eagle. If they went this away, they were going like an ox. See, they couldn't go backwards. They were going forward all the time. My last quote of Hebrews, this is the last quote of, I'm just continuing on. I have more just as before we close. But these four beasts, to quickly get this, because I don't want to stay too long on this, but the four beasts, the beast in the Bible represents power. I'm going a little deeper. Can you do this tonight? You notice these beasts were not out yonder in the lake or in the sea somewhere coming up, but they were at the throne of God. And they were worshiping. Somebody say it. The pastor. The evangelist in the message. Come on. A rock star, movie star, television. Come on, friends. Where we spend our time is our idols. We need to get our face. Worshiping God. How many want the blessing of God in your life? The full blessing. That's the anointing I'm talking about. And the anointing isn't always jumping and screaming. It might be sitting down and precious words coming out of your mouth. Drinking a coffee, sharing your testimony, giving loved ones some, something to grab a hold of your words, a little bit of love. By, this beast means power. They weren't in the lake or in the sea. They were worshiping God. Those four beasts means four powers that came up out of the earth. And these four powers was the four gospels. Our young people need to hear services like this. Us older ones need to hear it. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. One didn't contradict the other one. As the gospel goes forth as a lion, here it is, it's stern. It's bold. 
The gospel is brave like a lion, and it's a king like a lion. We don't need whispering preachers. And don't shut them out. We need the word to be spoken with boldness like a lion. It's the face of Christ. Watch this. If it goes toward a man's face, it's cunning and shrewd like a man. If it goes the eagle, it's got the swift wings and high heights. See what I mean? If it goes like the ox, it's the workhorse that can pull. The work ox that pulls the burden of the gospel. Maybe like our Sunday night services, you know? When a lot of people have their feet up and they're already dozing and resting somewhere. But there's some people that are carrying the burden of souls. Carrying the burden of the gospel. We'll work till Jesus comes. The four beasts was the four powers, which were Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the four gospels that ring out in the presence of God. Ring out, Lord, within my life. Ring out, Lord, in the night season when the nightmares and the, and, and the dragons of Satan tries to bring depression and anxiety. We heard about that this morning. Ring out, Lord, within my life. Ring out the presence of God. Ring it out, Lord. This is lion, ox, man, and the eagle. You can see this in the Old Testament. When, when Brother uh, Maxwell this morning talked about the flying eagle being in the north, it, this morning I immediately went to my notes right over here, and I was looking at this slide. That's exactly where the eagle was. Look at here. In the north was the eagle. In the east was the lion. In the south was the man. In the west was the ox. Can you see the tribes? You see the three tribes north, the three tribes east. These are the 12 tribes, three, six, nine. That's the 12 tribes gathered around, gathered around. The, the, The middle, the center. And it is, friends. You turn it this way, it's a cross. It was all pointing to Christ, pointing to the sacrifice. Somebody say, praise the Lord. Lord. Okay, let's go to the seals now. When we get to the fifth seal, there was no beast. Remember? One, two, three, four. White horse, red horse, black horse, pale horse. Now we're in the fifth seal. And he's talking about it. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar. Right quick. There's no beast there. And a beast represents power. We know that, see. There's no living creature. One of these creatures we find out in studying. Remember, Brother John's putting a Sunday morning service in a Sunday night. Some of you has already clocked out, but I'm not done yet. I got nine more minutes. Nine more minutes. We've been studying the revelation in the churches that one of them was a lion. I'm in the seals. The other one was an ox. The other one was a man. And the other one was an eagle. We found out in the church ages that these four beasts, meaning four powers, was gathered around the acts of the apostles. Just the way that the tabernacle in the wilderness. Did he just say that? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, lion, ox, man, eagle. John is a flying eagle. Matthew was the lion. Mark, you get where we're at. Luke was the physician. He was the physician. He was intellectual. That was the man anointing. But John was the flying eagle anointing. Maybe we got a John in our church because of that. We got a Steve in our church. We got a Ken in our church. We had Brother Max this morning. We need it to the Max sometimes. Well, what if we had a Judas come up here and speak? Some of you would have question marks all over you. I would too. Change my name, please. Amen. Is that right? My name's Cain. Please change my name. I worked with a man one time. His last name was Cain. I saw him at the bank the other day at Wiku, and I was like, my, he's still alive. You know what he's doing for business now? He was in landscaping before. Now he's selling cemetery plots. Help us, Lord. Change your name, please. Amen. 
We're talking about the anointings that were gathered around the acts of the apostles. He's talking about here, as it was in the tabernacle. Here it is. As they were gathered around the tabernacle, so Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, I'm just continuing on in the fifth seal. The first was the lion that roared, that pure, unadulterated word. The second in Thyatira was the ox, and it was a burden, a beast of burden, pardon me. It was also a sacrificial beast, and wasn't that exactly the poor little church of Rome that settled down there to a thousand years of dark ages? My. And anything that didn't profess to be of the Roman church was put to death immediately. And they had to labor, go from place to place. Notice the beast, the third beast, was the cunningness of a man. And he represented the reformers that went forth from the idol of the pagans. This is the bread, this is the wine. See, the Antichrist is still got some. He goes on to talk about the cunningness of the man. They were reformers. I'm down here in the, in the paragraph. When the beast went forth in the form of a man to combat that, then he says this. Don't forget this, class. Don't forget it. Remember, it, all the days of your life, see, these beasts are correct. It's thus saith the Lord. There's times when we need the wiseness and the shrewdness of that man anointing. A mother needs that dealing with a teenager. But don't stop there. If this is the last time, they'll come to an eagle. That's right. Now remember now in the days that the lion came, the original word, about one hundredth of them listened to the lion. Catch this church before we go. One hundredth of them Listen to the lion. This is how few is going to make it. Going back to the lion day, 100th. In the days that the ox came, this is the fifth seal. Just a teeny little drop of them listened to the ox message. In the days that the man came, he worked among men, you see. So he was shrewd. He got a little group out. And what did they do? Satan's seen that, so he just sends them right back and marries them into it. That's the man anointing. And remember, when the eagle finally comes, it'll be one hundredth of one percent that'll listen. Is the church listening tonight? One hundredth of one percent that'll listen. It's an eagle age. I just claim to be one of them, one of them. I'm going to be one hundredth of one percent. I'm going to shake off all the things around me. If my brother don't go, come on, friends. If my sister don't go, if my neighbor don't go, if my best friend don't go, you got to go. Let's get under a flying eagle anointing. Here it is, under this... The spirit of the age that we're living in. God sent us a prophet. He sent us a message. And in my last quote of the night, in God's chosen place of worship, right there at Parkview Junior High School in Jeffersonville, in Revelations 4-7, I'm putting it all together for you. We had four beasts that we've just been through with. The first one was we found was the lion. That was the first beast that went forth to meet the challenge of that day. Let's say that day. The lion of the tribe of Judah. After him come the next beast. And we find out the next beast was an ox, which is a beast of burden, sacrifice. In the days of the Roman cathedral, the church died out and sacrificed. Then come was a man, was a beast with the face of a man. And that man was the reformers, man's education, theology, and so forth. But the last beast that was to fly, the last beast that was to come, the Bible said it was a flying eagle. Hallelujah. And the prophet said in this day, it shall be light. Oh my, that day will be a light. There will come a day of reformers. There's come a day that's just shadows. Can't call it day or night. But in the evening time, in the eagle time, Come and go with me to our Father's house. Here we are. It's eagle time. 
We're under a flying eagle anointing. I want the church to see this before you go home tonight. Let it affect your dreams. Let it affect your memories. Let it affect your week this week. Go forward in the name of the Lord. I hope this affects your life. I hope our services affect your life. I hope Friday night, music night was a blessing to you. It's a flying eagle anointing. Here we are. It's all about Christ. The four living creatures. But friends, we ought to look through the eyes of the eagle. Look through the eyes of the prophet. We've got to look through. Sometimes it looks stern. But under that eagle anointing, under that flying eagle anointing, our last slide of the night, it's time, friends, as eagles, you are not chickens. You're not slanders. You're not gossipers. You're not going down. You're going up. You're not weaklings. You're not foolish virgin. You're not Balaamites. They might call you that, but he's called me bride. Let's stand to our feet tonight. It's 629. How'd we do tonight? Amen.